0: What's going on, guys? Back with another episode of Wade's World this week, week eleven, NFL review, and we're just gonna get right into it. So the Thursday night game, the Browns and Steelers. Uh, the game itself, not not as exciting as Miles Garrett almost killing Mason Rudolph. Which, granted, I do think that I do think that Miles Garrett should obviously be suspended, but I think that Mason Rudolph getting off completely free is kind of bogus because he is the one who initially went after after Miles Garrett's helmet, and if he didn't do that, maybe Miles Garrett doesn't go for his helmet. Um, And he was also kind of hitting him below the belt a couple of times and continuing to charge after him, after Miles Garrett is already being held back by two linemen and your helmet's already been ripped off. So I, I think uh, Mason Rudolph should have gotten something for that and calling... It, calling the play bush league and cowardly is just dumb because it. Who knows if if Rudolph gets Miles Garrett's helmet off? Who's to say that he doesn't hit Miles Garrett with his helmet? So, you know, um, obviously, I think Miles Garrett deserved the suspension. I think that the linemen deserved the suspension, but a smaller one since they were retaliating. Um, they were they did kind of tackle Miles Garrett and then basically gang kick and punch punch him. Um, but Mason Rudolph getting nothing is just stupid. Um, this really hurts the Steelers, uh, playoff chances. And I mean, hurts Cleveland's even more because they're without Miles Garrett. And they, they really, realistically, the, the Browns needed to win out, um, which they still have a chance of, they could still end up with 10 wins and the Steelers could still end up with 11, but it would have looked a lot better for Pittsburgh had they won this game. Um, But, you know, Mason Rudolph played a bad game. He had four interceptions. Uh, Baker Mayfield finally didn't turn the ball over, and Nick Chubb had another good game. But I I don't really see either of those teams making the playoffs after this, especially, but it is what it is. Uh, The Cowboys and Lions game, the Cowboys won 35-27 like they should have. Um, It was another game where really – The opposing team tried to shut down Zeke, which 16 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. Pretty much did, and make Dak do all the work, and Dak showed up this game. 29 for 46, 444 yards, and three touchdowns. And with the Eagles losing, that's a big win for the Cowboys. I I still think that they'll win that division, and I don't think the Eagles will make a playoff spot, especially after losing to the Patriots uh, 17-10. And the Patriots don't really have much of a... They don't have much of an offense this year. Um, They're a very defensive heavy team, which is fine. Um, They don't really need their offense when their defense is playing that well. And it's not like Tom Brady turns the ball over. He's the perfect kind of guy to just kind of game manage. So that's really all they need. Um, It it still looks like the Patriots will end up the one seed in the AFC. Um, i like I said, I don't think the Eagles, I don't expect much from them, like I've said before. Uh, I mean, you have Carson Wentz going 20 for 40, only 214 yards in touchdown. Like, that's, that's not going to get it done. Um, granted, it is the, the Patriots defense they're going up against, and the Patriots defense has been the best defense in the league for most of the year. So you can't fault him too much, but they're going to need a lot more production than that coming down the stretch. Um, the, the Raiders beat the Bengals 17-10 to 10, a lot closer than it should have been. Uh, Derek Carr was really efficient, though, 25 for 29, 292 yards, a touchdown and a pick. And Jacobs, probably offensive rookie of the year, had 23 carries, 112 yards. Um, he just keeps going. And it, put, it puts Oakland in a really good position to make the playoffs. I mean, I, they're starting to look like a team that could do it. And if it wasn't for Phil, Phil Rivers – throwing four interceptions Monday night against Kansas City, uh, the, the Raiders could be in the lead of the division because um, they're, they're now 6-4 and four and the Chiefs are 7-4. and four. And just kind of talking about the Chiefs game now, uh, I mean, Mahomes wasn't impressive, really. I mean, 19 for 32, 182 yards, a touchdown and an interception. That's not Mahomes' kind of numbers. Uh, the defense did finally step up, and they managed four interceptions off of Phillip Rivers. And I don't know; it might be time for Rivers to hang him up because he, he's not looked very good this year. Um, going into the season, I thought this was going to be Rivers's one last push to maybe make a Super Bowl. And I mean, he's had a lot of injuries happen to his team, but still, it, it's just it, it's just not. Not looking good for him this year and I don't know if he comes back he comes back but it hasn't been a good season for him to say the least um 49ers were able to barely hang on to the Cardinals 30 36 to 26 but really um Jimmy G threw a touchdown pass to take the lead with 30 seconds to go and then there was a defensive touchdown so the the Niners you know, scored two touchdowns in the final 30 seconds to make it a 10-point game. But they were very close to losing that game. But uh, Jimmy G balled out. Um, he had 424 yards and four touchdowns. He did have a couple of picks, but I'd say this is probably one of his most explosive games of the year. And the Niners keep rolling at 9-1. Like I said last week, I really want them and the Seahawks to finish 14-2 and two with the Seahawks giving them their only two losses just so that maybe the playoff system will change. Uh like I said I'm not exactly a fan of either team. I mean, I don't hate either team, but I, I really have no reason to root for or against one of the other. Um I I just want it for playoff re reconsiderations, uh to make the playoffs better. Uh the Bills rolled all over the Dolphins because of course they did. Um I mean, I still think Buffalo's going to I still think they'll they'll make the playoffs probably the first wild card team in. They won't catch they won't catch New England, but I mean they have a solid defense. Josh Allen's capable of making some plays. Devin Singletary's not bad. Josh Brown's a good a good receiver to have. Um he's not a number 1 on a lot of teams, but he's a number 1 in Buffalo, so. Uh yeah, I think they'll be an okay playoff team. I don't expect a whole lot from them in the playoffs, just a good solid game. Um, but I, I don't expect them to make a playoff run of any kind. Uh the the Broncos blew a twenty point halftime lead to Minnesota. They were up twenty to nothing at halftime, and Minnesota ended up scoring twenty in the fourth to win twenty seven twenty three. Um it was another good game for Kirk Cousins. He's uh he's played pretty well the last few weeks. Um, Dalvin Cook really didn't too much. Uh, he only had 26 yards on 11 carries, but granted that is par- partially game script. When you fall down 20, you kind of have to abandon the run game, but Kirk Cousins did what he needed to do and be a much worse team to kind of keep pace with Green Bay. Um, I know there's still a game back, but they do have a chance at the division. I still think that Green Bay wins the division, but uh, Minnesota winning certainly helps them in terms of their wildcard positioning as well uh just because you know the the second place finisher of the West, be it Seattle or Seattle or San Francisco, uh, they're gonna be probably the first wild card team and then the second will probably be Minnesota when you have, you know, you have the Eagles losing, so they drop back. Um and then the the Rams ended up beating the Bears. Um and that was a big game. It was it was a very important game for both teams and uh the the Rams came out on top. Uh it was it was just kind of another game of where Jared Goff is bad. Um he was eleven for eighteen, hundred and seventy-three yards and an interception uh, there was also another dropped interception that was probably a pick six, but uh, I think it was Kyle Fuller on the sideline that dropped it. Um, he he, if he was able to stay in bounds, and after the catch, he had wide open green grass to, you know, get into the end zone, but he dropped it, so it didn't even matter. Um, and then Trubisky, he was twenty four for forty three, one hundred ninety yards, a touchdown, an interception, and the interception was off of a drop pass from Anthony Miller, and Anthony Miller committed offensive pass interference on the play anyway. Uh, But I think that's just really bad play calling by Nagy again, uh, just because it was a one-score game for basically the entire game until until the Rams scored late with like three minutes to go to make it a 10-point game. And you have Trubisky throw 43 passes, and then – when he gets benched, gets hurt, whatever it, whatever it may be, you have Chase Daniels come in and throw four straight passes for nine yards. But you, you only run the ball 24 times for 74 yards. And a lot of the rushing plays that when the Bears do run, for one, they only, I believe they only lined up under center twice the entire game, which can't happen. That's, that, that's idiotic. Um, the defense played really well. Pinheiro missed his only two field goals and basically misses a third because Nagy elects to go for it in field goal range on fourth and nine because Pinheiro had missed the previous kick. Uh, Pinheiro has struggled a lot, especially ever since missing that game winner against the Chargers. So the kicking problems are back. And then Nagy looks bad in the benching of Trubisky in one of two ways. Either way, he looks bad. If it's because he's benching him to bench him based on performance, which he said he did not do. He said it was because of injury. But if he did bench him because of performance, that is a terrible time for a benching. When there's been plenty of other times, he's looked worse. Trubisky did not look terrible this game. Um, but his decision to bench him, if it were just based on performance, to bench him with three minutes to go in a close game, granted two possessions, but still, close game, to bench him then kind of, kind of has the feel of, all right, I need a way out of this. I'm going to bench Trubisky so that I look better when I've been a terrible play caller all season long. I've handled the media poorly. I've handled this team poorly. Um, and then on the other side, the, the, the story is that Trubisky hurt his hip at the end of the second half, or at the end of the second quarter, rather. Um, well, if you remember, one of the few times that the Bears did run the ball, Uh, They ran an option play on third and one to the short side of the field late in the third quarter. And it was said that Trubisky's hip injury happened right at the end of the first half, and he was evaluated at halftime, and everyone knew about it. So if you know that your quarterback has a hip injury, why are you having him run an option? Even with him pitching it, which he did to the – for one, an option to the short side of the field is bad because there's less room to run and an option, you generally need it spread out. So that's just bad play calling in the first place, even if he isn't hurt. But once he is hurt, why put him in a situation like that? And then just the play call of the kind of routes that are being run. There were at least four dropped passes in the game. It It's just a mess. And honestly, um, I could see out of Nagy and Trubisky, I could see neither of them being there next year. I could see one of them being there next year, or I could see both of them still being there. But as a Bears fan, personally, if I had to pick one or the other, I would rather keep Trubisky and get rid of Nagy. I'm To that point, because I believe that if you have a good enough coach who can scheme plays well enough, who can develop – a player enough, say the right kind of things, handle himself the right way, then he can fix a quarterback like Trubisky because you can become a system quarterback. But if you're so stubborn as a coach that you can't get people to buy into your system, and it, it looks like it all the way across the board, offense, defense, special teams, it looks like no one cares what Nagy has to say. He's done a terrible job handling the media. He's, he's very cocky in his in his assessments to to the media. Um, So, you know, I'm okay if we keep both and they somehow figure it out, but if we have to keep one and get rid of the other, I want to keep Trubisky and get rid of Nagy. Granted, I do want to bring in competition for Trubisky, um, whether that be drafting someone young, bringing in an old veteran, but I just don't. I don't trust that keeping Nagy would be the right thing to do, uh, given the constant, just the the constant uh, drama that he's kind of put on the team himself. Um, but yeah, the Bears' season is over with that loss. Uh, they needed to go ten and six to have a chance. They still could go ten and six. But they'd have to win out, and that's not happening. Um, so, yeah that that's the season for them. The Rams stay alive, six and four. Goff is bad. Todd Gurley looked a lot better um, than he has, and a big part of it was how they used him. They a lot of counter plays from under center, stretching the defense. You know, letting him be patient, hit the hole, and that's just the way. That's the style that they need to play in. And their defense has been a lot better, um, so you know they still have a chance. They are still two games back of both Seattle and Minnesota, but I do th- I do think that Minnesota and Seattle will end up staying in uh, their respective wild card positions. I, I think Seattle will jump San Francisco, which will then become the wild card. But uh, I, I think those those are the t- teams that will make. The playoffs um especially since the Falcons want to play spoiler back-to-back weeks and they ended up beating the Panthers and Kyle Allen had four interceptions it's the first game where he's been really really bad I mean it, it was 29 to 3 it wasn't a close game by any means McCaffrey had 70 yards on 14 carries but he did have 11 catches for 121 yards um but the, the Falcons really just put it on them the entire game and never looked back. Uh, that's It's back-to-back wins for the Falcons. Um, I mean, their season has been done. But, you know, it is nice that, that, that they aren't just rolling over and tanking. Um, you did have another tank bowl type of game between the, the Jets and the Redskins. And the Jets, you know, won 34-17. So Washington's still in, in place for that number one pick if – Cincinnati ever decides to win a game um it was Dwayne Haskins first start I believe there was a video of him like pleading on the sideline with his offensive line like what do I need to do for you to help me and they just kind of laughed at him and shook him off so Washington's a dumpster fire of a franchise it's it's not good um that I mean that's really all there is to say about that it's a bad culture it's a bad situation. I don't see it working out for anyone involved. Um, the, the Ravens really beat down on the Texans 41-7. to um, Early in the game, there was a clear pass interference that wasn't called pass interference. So then it was challenged, and then it was upheld, even though that's why the challenge is in place is to overturn these clear and obvious pass interferences is DeAndre Hopkins in the end zone was literally tackled, like brought to the ground before the ball got to him. And they, they decided not to, not to overturn it for whatever reason it may be. Um, So really if they're, if they're just not going to ever overturn it, then why have the rule? It's a pointless rule to have if the rest refuse to implement it. And granted, you know, uh, in a blowout game, it, it's just one play that probably doesn't matter, but, you know, there's always the butterfly effect. Like, it was early enough in the game that maybe the Texans end up scoring on that drive, and then, you know, momentum and all of that makes it a better game. It It's just the the replay system has been very bad this year, and I think it is Al Riveron, the, the head of officials up in New York, just being being kind of fed up of people always questioning the refs. Uh, So now his countermeasure is to just not overturn anything, hardly ever, Um, which makes the refs look even worse. So hopefully they they can get that all sorted out. There was a play in the Bears game as well where Cooper Cup fumbled the ball and it looked like it went out of the end zone, which would be a touchback, but instead they said it was out at the one. Um, which ended up resulting in a Rams touchdown, which is a much bigger play in a 10-point game. But, you know, that, that one wasn't as clear and obvious as the, the missed pass interference. And it's just, it's just bad. Like, the refs have been terrible. They've been worse than any refs I've seen since the replacement refs. And that doesn't even count because they're replacement refs. Um, so that, yeah, the... the 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 Ravens looked good. Uh, Lamar Jackson he had a good game. Um, you know, decent passing numbers seventeen for twenty four two hundred twenty two yards in four touchdowns. Granted, a couple of them were little dump off passes, but he did make some good throws. Um, and Deshaun Watson had another game where he was sacked six times. And if Deshaun Watson's great, but he's, he doesn't have enough help up front. And, uh, that's why I do think the Colts will end up winning that division. And I'll talk about their game in just a second. Um, I still don't really think that the Ravens are as good as their eight and two record shows. Uh, their defense has been a lot better ever since getting Marcus Peters from the Rams though. And you know, Lamar Jackson's making it work. Um, he's now the MVP favorite, according to Vegas, which I'd don't think is accurate at all but uh you know that's a different story for another day but yeah he he gets it done point blank that's that's all that really matters um is that he puts his team in a position to win and that's all they really need him to do uh you know nine carries 86 yards 222 passing yards that's it that's a good game from anybody and uh, he's playing well. I just don't think he's an MVP type of guy, but it is what it is. Mark Ingram uh, will fight me for saying that. He said he would fight anyone who who disagreed that he was the MVP. I just think that Russell Wilson, Wilson's game is more impressive um, because he is the one who makes the play on the passing end. It's often the play breaks down and then Russell Wilson scrambles and stays in the pocket to make big plays downfield. No one's going to be a better scrambler um, when it comes to running the ball than Lamar Jackson. Obviously he's the best in the league at that. I just think that Russell Wilson's more impressive because he's still fitting these throws into tight windows on the run, out of the pocket, across body, all of these, all of these plays, his stats passing wise are much better. Uh, I think the, the Seahawks, even though they did lose to the Ravens, I do think the Seahawks are a better team. Um, so, you know, we'll see how it plays out towards the end of the season. But with the Texans losing and the Colts winning, that does set up the Thursday night game to be a game for first place. And, I mean, the Colts really just put it to Jacksonville 33-13. to um, It it never really was much of a game. Um, it was decided pretty early, it felt like. I mean, you know, in in the third quarter is when it got out of hand. Uh it, it was only 10-7 at halftime, but then Colts quickly made it twenty-four to seven um by the end of the third and then up thirty-one seven pretty much right away in the start of the fourth. And then from there it was it, you know, it's over. But uh Yeah, I mean, the the Colts, Jacoby Brissett didn't have a great game, but, you know, he did enough to get the win. And I I do think that the Colts, because of their defense and because of their offensive line in comparison to Houston's, will win that game and will ultimately end up winning the division um, coming up. If they had lost, though, it would have made it – even more interesting, because then Jacksonville would be five and five. I believe Tennessee's five and five. Um, Houston would have a game lead over three separate teams. but I, I do think it still comes down to those two teams. Yes, Tennessee's still in it. Yes, Jacksonville's technically still in it, but I, I do think that just the two clear and obvious best teams are the Colts and the Texans when it comes to that division. and I think the Texans have the best player out of the two teams and Deshaun Watson, but Colts have better defense. Colts have a better offensive line. I think Marlon Mack is better than Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. Uh, the, the Texans have a little bit better weapons in terms of receiving. So it's a very evenly matched, uh, not just game, but playoff stretch. So it'll be fun to watch. Um, but that's really gonna be about it. I know I went way out of order on everything uh this time, but I was just kinda as thoughts were coming to me. I was just kind of you know segueing from game to game in that way instead of get, doing my normal game by game approach but uh that's gonna be it for me uh I'll be back next week. um I know this is a day late, but I had a lot of things to do yesterday, so next week, I plan to you know, be doing this on Tuesday like I normally do. But if not, expect it Wednesday. Uh, I might do a special episode for the Thanksgiving games, or I might just tie it all into the same week like I normally do. We'll just have to kind of see. Uh, but that's going to do it. And as always, thanks for listening. Peace.